Hi everyone and welcome to Living in Fullness with Women and Wellness and I am your host Lois Mashini. On today's episode I'm joining conversation with the lovely Adal Barnard. Adal is a financial planner, educator and investment specialist. She's absolutely passionate about normalizing money conversations. Her purpose is to encourage these conversations daily so that everyone can live and feel financially confident. She has been featured on the Sundam Mula Money Game Show, ETV Morning Show, and active on various social media platforms to empower through education. She is your money bestie and confidant. She lives by the words, only a life lived for others is a life worthwhile. This December 2022, she will be nine years in the financial services industry at Sunlam where she has her own practice. She has a BCom marketing degree and postgrad diploma in financial planning from the University of Stellenbosch and a postgrad diploma in specialized fields of financial planning and investments done at the University of the Free State. Do join us in conversation as we journey together in living in fullness. Let's dive in. Hi everyone and welcome to Life, Women and Wellness, the podcast. I am so excited for today's conversation on another topic of a wellness dimension with a phenomenal woman. But before we get into that, I think it's only fitting to introduce our phenomenal guest, our special guest today on the podcast show. Adal, welcome to the show. Lewis, thank you so much for having me. It's my honor and I'm so excited to, to be chatting to you today. So I'm Adal Barnard, a financial planner or better known as money bestie or finance friend or money confidant, I think, finance confidant. Um, and in essence, what I do is I've been in the financial services industry for the past nine years. So I work with clients and I try to get my clients to be confident about money um, so that we don't yeah, hesitate to, to talk about things that are needed because money makes the world go round. And I love what I do. Oh, love that. <laughs> love, love, love that. Um, I, I absolutely love what you do and everything that you share um, on your platforms and your website on everything, you know, um, like what you said for us to be confident with our money. Um, but let's get into your becoming. I'm sure we'd love to hear more of the woman um, that you are um, from your mm-hmm. upbringing and right through mm-hmm. to becoming who Adele is. Okay, I love always talking. It takes me back. So uh, when I was a youngster, I, I always tell the story. I wanted to work at the bank because I thought if you work at the bank, you'd get access to all the money. So I have been loving money, I think, since I've been a youngster. Well, not I do not think I know. Um, I would always like playing with cash. And I had like a little cash register to play with money. Um, and I think, and then, so, uh, you know, I finished school and then I went to study marketing because I've got a big love for fashion and that comes through on my my page (laughs) quite strongly and I know the irony is not lost in me I'm in finance and I love love me some fashion and um, I always thought I'll go into that industry but then you know as Lord Planet I was for a short stint in education and then yeah but almost two years and then in the financial planning space Um, and I think I've realized I can combine because, you know, the teacher in you never goes away. Mm. <laughs> so I think I could combine that um, because I always knew I wanted to move and make moves. And 
travel and meet new people. Um, I live for meeting new people. I think my ultimate goal, Oprah is, a, I'm a big Oprah fan. So my dream is to have a talk show. So that's why I'm very honored to be on your platform today, <laughs> manifesting. Um, yeah, and I think that that was that would be the ultimate goal for me. But also just, I think, seeing the difference we can, can make. Um, because like you mentioned on, on your podcast, it's about females and wellness. And so often, finance plays a massive role in people's wellness not being 100% in the sense of they're anxious about money um, and making that difference. And I think I've also walked the walk and I can talk the talk um, because I, I know what it feels like to have periods of abundance and scarcity in my life, as well as um, business debt and, um, and the likes. Yeah. So that is me. Sure, I love it. I absolutely love your becoming story. Um, I'm looking forward to your show. We are manifesting that, so I'm absolutely looking forward to that. <laughs> um, I, I can actually definitely feel um your aura and the teaching side that you've mentioned, and I think that leads me to my next question. Um, you know, in our financial wellness conversation today, and that is a relationship with money. I think we are not taught how to have the correct relationship with money, and that is probably the mistake that we all start on our financial wellness journey. Um, so, how does one start a healthy, good relationship with their money? Lewis, spot on. The thing is, our relationship with money, and we, we often forget this, and I tell my clients this all the time, it starts from our childhood years. It stems from there. Mm. So the way we spend money today, when we get our first paycheck or uh, salary or however, it stems from the periods of scarcity or abundance growing up or a void we want to fill. Why do I buy this? Why do I sacrifice and I swipe my credit card now to buy certain things to impress people, whatever the case might be. Um, and once we figured that out, that's the root of your relationship with money um, because the rest is easy or relatively easy to do, to, to implement in your portfolio. I had a, a chat with a friend of mine yesterday about this as well. We, you know, we realize we, and also it's not difficult in today's time to spend easily um, because we are bombarded with the retailers constantly and advertising and, you know, keeping up with trends and whatever. And it's difficult. It's difficult to say no and not to keep up. And we feel the pressure as well. I mean, social media platforms add to that. So back to the relationship with money. So you need to figure out why do I do what I do? and figure out your money personality i always can bring it back to what is your money personality are you a spender are you a saver are you an avoider or a money monk so ideally a spender is someone that wouldn't worry about where their cash is going they get their paycheck and they just spend everything um i always say i'm a i'm a, I'm a combo of a spender and a saver luckily and the saver is now more you know that person knows where every cent goes they've got enough emergency funds in place for the rainy day investments um know what's going on in the bank statements that's me and i encourage everyone to do it it's not fun but you should do it then the avoiders typically someone that's like oh i can't look at my finances they don't know what's going on it stresses them out it gives them anxiety i mean the money monk is one i don't relate to at all money monk refers to someone that says you know money is the root of all evil uh, money is bad mm. I think it's more older generation thing probably yes. but um, <laughs> you can like imagine the grandmas relating to that but um, but but the thing is money makes the world go around and we're not going to get away from that so and like you mentioned when we started it's, it's it's so sad and unfortunate that we're not taught these things in school or normalizing the money conversation from a much younger age so I also tell my clients and advise them 
please talk to your children about money. Um, teach them about, you know, the savings jar and the spending jar um, and, and the like. So it's in essence, sorry, I've given that such a long answer. It comes down to money is more psychology than anything else. And once we figured out money psychology, like once we know what it is and how it makes us feel, um, the rest of the components, it's so much easier to, to do in your financial portfolio. Absolutely, sure. And, and and such a great answer as well. So please don't even feel like, oh, <laughs> it was absolutely spot on. Um, I absolutely agree with what you've mentioned. And I think it's very important for us to um, start having that, that relationship with money and all the, the factors you've mentioned there as well. So thank you so much for that. So let's talk about good money habits. Um, what are some good money habits and how is it, it beneficial to our financial wellness? Um, oh, I'm going to start off and it's, I think it's everyone's least favorite word. It's, it's a term budget. I know we don't want to do it. It's, 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 it's a tedious exercise. Uh, you know, we're all like sigh when I tell that or say that, but um, I've seen the difference it makes uh, because we need to know where our money goes um because we've, we we were called for our money and you need to make your money work for you and in, in to do that you need to know okay i've got income x coming in and the expenses are y and this is what's going through so i always say start off with get three months bank statements whether it's online or print them out highlight and then mm. we'll very quickly see whoopsie entertainment is wild or there's debit orders going off that you have no idea what you signed up for you completely forgot about it and it all adds up so whether it's a 50 rand a month or 100 rand a month i always say times it by 12 and then you think of the amount per year and use that money to save or invest or pay off debt ditch debt or whatever the case might be so i think that's one of the first steps of budgeting you know, call it a spending plan or even rename it doesn't matter next step Part of that is I always say or encourage to have a money date. Now, Lois, you're going to ask me, what's a money date? And um, I, I think I, I, I pioneered this in the sense of we don't make time for our money. We're not always on mentality. Work is coming through in emails. Then we're busy with the kids. Then we've got responsibilities. We're social. So please make time for your money once a month or whatever works for you. And that's also important. You need to figure out what works for you so that you know you can continually do it. Mm. So whether it's when you get your salary on the 1st or the 25th or 26th or whenever, on that day, you sit 30 minutes or an hour aside to see, did everything go off? Is everything up to date um, to make time for it? And also why I'm saying a money date, because you need to make it fun. So go to a nice restaurant, go have a coffee somewhere nice. Whatever it is um, that works for you, do it in that way. Um, what I can also add this, and then it ties, because you remember now your budget is the heart and soul, actually, of your finances. From there, everything else stems out. So I don't only look at a client and say, oh, no, you need a funeral policy or retirement annuity, whatever. You start there. Because I think so often in the South African context, I mean, especially now we can see the consumers under pressure. Mm. Um, I mean, food prices are just going up. Yeah. medical aid is expensive everything so it's not as if we're spending recklessly it's just because life has become so expensive the purchasing power of the brand is decreasing so even more so it's crucial that we have these conversations and share these tips with one another um and look where our money goes because so often money 
because we've got this instant gratification at the back of our heads, money goes very quickly. If you see mm. again, um, you spent a couple of bucks or swiped your card and um, we don't, we can't actually count what we did with it. Um, so I think that ties it in. And then from there, it goes further into looking at your policies. Um, I've got dependents, or I've got liabilities. Do I have enough life cover? Do I have funeral cover if I pass away? What if something happens to me and I can't work anymore? Do I have income protection in place? Um, do I have a will in place? Or is there a new baby? Did I review my will that I've dated recently? And I think that's where it comes in to, to partner with an accredited or registered financial planner and sit together with him or her and say, um, I need assistance with this. And, um, and like I said, once you've done it properly, it's just a, a reviewing that takes place from there. Um, I think yeah, there are so many other components I can add. We can, we can have a, a chat about debt um, in the South African context. Like I mentioned earlier, it's not always a thing of, you know, someone using their credit card to, to just finance a trip to Bali. It's sometimes a survival thing as well um, because we, can't, we just can't come get through with our money. And, um, and that's why these talks are important so that we can see, okay, um, am I going to stockpile my groceries or my toiletries? Um, am I going to make use of the discounts? Am I going to sign up for rewards? I'm a sucker for a rewards program, <laughs> um, especially with fuel. So um, we need to find ways because you can. there's only so much we can do. We can either, and I love what Nicolette Mashile always says, we can either eat less cake or just bake more cakes. Um, because you know you can only streamline your budget to a certain extent and then we need to revisit the drawing board um yeah so that that that's my take on on, on that i um, love that all the money habits there can i just say um yes budget is always mentioned um and there's a reason mm -hmm. why and rightfully so mm -hmm. it's so important mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. i actually didn't budget before when I started my financial wellness journey and started taking it mm. serious I was just you know going by the book like whatever happens happens and mm. so I started mm. budgeting and that changed my life um till today I still do it it's on my phone it's in a book somewhere it's literally it's everywhere that budgeting <laughs> um mm. but can I just say money date oh my goodness that's 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 yeah that, that's Bomb. perfect yeah that's the one <laughs> that's the one um, which i think i'm now going to start incorporating into my financial wellness um definitely doing that money date it's so important and i love everything that you shared around it i've never heard it before and this is this is why i'm like oh my goodness that's perfect set a whole date with your money i love that absolutely love that but Lewis, I just want to add something. You mentioned something very important that I missed to say. Uh, yes. It's so important when you said, like, now with budgeting, there's a reason for it. But also the way you've done it, I have had the utmost respect for you. Whether it's you doing it on your phone or in a book or in Excel or in an app, um, I cannot stress it enough. And I love the examples you've given and that you use because that is what it comes down to. Because mm. I'm sometimes I'm old school, so I, I'll check my statements because then there's a nice pie chart and it shows me where I spent what. Mm. But also in the book to say, I think I was raised in the end, I was born in the late 80s. So I think maybe that's the reason I still <laughs> love some pen and paper myself. I feel like I understand things better when I've done yes. it like that. I can tick it off and with the red pen or whatever. Um, that's also super important. Get a structure mm. way that works for you because you're a good example now of this You've done it this way on your phone, on notes or wherever, or in your workbook. 
um, and you know where it is and you can you keep yourself accountable in essence as well yes. to see where, where everything goes so the examples you've given are amazing oh thank you no definitely but I think I'm definitely incorporating the the dates now when I do that I'm like okay I've said it my money date <laughs> I, love that. I love that um let's talk about how to get out of debt um I think a lot of us and especially when you say you know South African context um there's a lot of us who've been caught by the debt bug so how do we get out of debt what tools can we use to get out of debt um, I, yeah, I, like we, I mentioned it now earlier and, and the thing is, it's a, it's a trap basically, mm-hmm. I think, um, because we not, we don't get enough information prior. We're not educated around the jargon. Um, I can share my own journey. I started working and, um, the retailers get your number somewhere and all your friends are doing it. So you also sign up. You don't want to miss out. And if you see again, like I don't feel, or we, maybe we don't ask the right questions or we're not informed enough. So we get an amount that we qualify for. And this is amazing, right? This retailer loves you because now we can just go crazy and go max it out. And the amount you have to pay back is so little compared to the amount you've just purchased. Yes. The buy now, pay later syndrome, I call it. And, um, and I think we should be very aware of that. Um, but in the same instance, I want to say, not to contradict myself, but it, it there's also ways of good debt and bad debt, which I'm going to elaborate on now. But if an individual starts working and hypothetically they need the retailer account to buy work uniforms or clothes, that's a different scenario, but not to live our best lives to keep up and we can't actually afford it. I think it's the narrative of how we use it mm. um, that it comes down to. But, but with the debt trap or how to get rid of debt, so let's get a scenario the individual you know racked up a lot of debt so the best or my favorite solutions that i recommend or advise individuals to make use of well is firstly to go check your credit score mm-hmm. um because that is like a, it's a report it, so you pull your credit report in essence and it tells you okay cool it's like a scorecard this is the amount um are you high risk are you low risk where's all your debt what are the outstanding amounts what are the installments and further to that, go check what is the interest rates. Do I have a personal loan? Do I have a credit card? Do I have an overdraft? Uh, do I have retail accounts? Um, make a list. And then you work through and you see, okay, you can either use the, the debt snowball method. That's the one. Or the debt avalanche method. So snowball is you start with the smallest debt first. Mm. So I've got five accounts. And on account number one, the small the amount I have to pay per month is 250. So I settle that amount, 250, 250 until it's settled. And then whenever, um, six months later, for example, that 250, I now contribute towards account B. And then I get rid of account B until it's done. Now I use the amount I use towards account B to account C until I'm done. So we start with the smallest recurring amount first to get rid of it, debt snowball. The opposite one, so a snowball from a, I like snowball because you feel like you're getting somewhere quicker, like mentally, it's a nice thing, or a better solution because you can see you streamlining your debt. You can see you're making progress and that's a good thing. 
because Louise, we need to remember it's tough because mm. we need to make a sacrifice somewhere. Oh, I can't maybe spend like I used to. I can't go out like I used to because I need to get rid of my debt now. My mm. friends are still doing it. I had a client, and I love giving this example. She was so strong in her pursuit. She un like she um closed her social media accounts for a while just not to be tempted to wow. see what's going on. And that I've got respect for because that takes discipline. Yes. Um, so just back to yeah, so snowball. So it 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 mentally it's it's better because we can see we're making progress. We can see okay, I'm getting rid out of this cycle. Because sometimes if you're in debt, it can feel like it's gonna take forever. Um, and then the opposite one, so the avalanche method mathematically makes more sense. Hmm. And the reason I'm saying that is with avalanche, you will look at which debt has the highest interest rate so if you're let's say the personal loan has the highest interest rate at let's say it's 27.5 percent i'm just making an example you will start off with that one but it can be a bit more tricky because you'll feel like you're getting nowhere slowly literally <laughs> but mathematically it makes more sense because in your a repayment you're getting rid of the highest interest rates first and then breaking it down to um the reason I'm saying the highest interest rate first, because that's the most expensive debt. Mm. So when you make the repayment, a big portion, like literally almost a third goes into just servicing the interest, not capital that's coming down, it's interest. And individuals need to understand with debt, there's an interest component built to whatever repayment is it is. So it's the same when the interest rates, well, they, when they were increased now, we say the debt becomes more expensive. So even your good debt where you're, you've got a, a bond, it becomes more expensive. Mm. Um, so I think that's the main takeaways for me. It's either you use the snowball method or the avalanche. And these are methods that are tried and tested and it works. Yeah. Um, definitely. And look at, your, look at your credit score. Because the thing is, we need, not all of us are in a position to just buy a home cash or a car cash or whatever the case might be. So we need to be re realistic and say, your credit score gives the bank or the financial institution where you're going to borrow money now to get a bond or wherever, or finance a car, um, it gives them a, a, a report. It gives them an idea of who Mr. or Mrs. Client is and how are they treating, um, what is their credit behavior in essence? Yes. Are you paying on time? Um, how many, what's your debt uh, to income ratio? So, and it's all these things you actually need to be taught at school. But um, unfortunately, sometimes we learn it too late, but rather late than never, right? That's so true, rather now, yeah, than ever. I agree. I think it definitely needs to be taught um, in school. Um, Lewis, can I add something? Yes, definitely. Um, uh, when we said earlier, there are various reasons. I just want to take it back to that. And another reason, sorry, it just popped in my head now, is also sometimes. Um, black tax mm -hmm. or family responsibility tax yes. i think i just want to touch on that very quickly yes, um okay um so sometimes the individual will start working um or possibly the first graduate in the family or however so and we call it it's black tax but it comes down to family responsibility because all of a sudden this young individual is now responsible for yes. um, parents or grandparents or siblings or, or kids or nieces and nephews and cousins um, and a, a sense of guilt can, can, can easily creep in mm. um, and there's pressure because um, I remember you know of a, of a situation where 
the individual was forced to buy the parent a car. And <clears throat> what, in, what people don't understand is once you start working, you don't earn <laughs> millions. No. Um, we, st <laughs> we started with basics and there's things like, let's say you move to, to the city in Joburg or Cape Town, wherever there's rent, uh, there's transport, it's groceries, and, and there's a lot of things, maybe some student debt still. Um, so to have the conversation with your family and putting boundaries, and this is tough, it's not nice. It's not nice telling someone, no, um, I can't do this. Or it's not that I don't want to, it's I can't. Mm -hmm. um, and I think those conversations are so, so important. So obviously I'm not saying if a family member is ill, that's a totally different story or uh, family members need um, food, totally different conversation. But I'm talking about, you know, I almost want to say that um, sometimes family can put pressure on the individual and say, you know, it must be car X and it must be brand Y. Um, and that we need to, to put boundaries, which is tough. Um, I get a lot of questions about that. How, how do I do it? And I said, it's tone is the first thing. It's not what we said, how we position it. Mm -hmm. um, and it's also not saying I don't want to, it's because I cannot right now. Yes. In six months or 12 months. Because it's not, if we do a short-term solution, um, just a quick fix, like a, a quick a loan or a credit card, sometimes it becomes a long-term problem. That's true. And then if this individual that started working now and is responsible to, for the family, they have that responsibility until whoever passes away, for example, or until the next graduate comes through, the next sibling it can possibly assist if he or she wants to. But that graduate has a much bigger responsibility, or sorry, the individual that starts working out um, than they realize. And that's yeah. why these conversations are so, so important. Um, because if I fix it now with a quick fix, what am I going to do next month or in two months' yeah. time? What am I going to tell? Am I going to get another loan? Um, yeah, sorry, it just. I just wanted to add that. No, it's an important one. It's, it's absolutely mm. an important one. Absolutely. Um, and mm. thank you so much for sharing on it. Because um, I think majority of us in the country actually do go through that. So it's mm. very important to touch on that. Um, so lastly, investing. Um, let's talk about that. How important is investing for the future? And most especially now, how do we invest in such tough economic times? Mm. Oh, that's a good question. I get that so often. Um, I just, I think I'm going to start off by just the difference between saving and investing. So mm -hmm. I always advise and say, uh, oopsie, there's a difference between saving and investing in the sense of saving is short term. Saving is, I want to say, for uh, a trip or a holiday or I want to get myself, I need X, Y, and Z short term. Yes. investing is longer term in investing we've got compound interest i call it money babies it just makes more sense so we invest our money we don't take the profits or the returns we get we reinvest it until it makes us more and more and more and more money babies um and investing is so crucial i wish i started investing when i was a lot younger um stop buying spending money on frivolous silly things um <laughs> because investing in essence can assist you to make your money work for you mm. there is no greater thing than investing and to realize uh, in a couple of years time i wouldn't have to work um 
I can have time freedom. Um, that is what investing is about. And what I also love about the industry changes, because earlier I think there's a big myth that we think we need lots of money to start investing. Not the case anymore. 2022, there are apps like Easy Equities. You can start from five rand or 50 rand um, a month just to get a feel. And I promise you, or to the listeners that are listening, once you see that first dividend payout or you see that first gain, you're like, you see me become addicted to it. I think, or I hope <laughs> with individuals. Um, so that is where we're investing in Texas. It can give us time freedom to, to do what we want and to make, how, where can you make money without doing anything? Because we all have to work or get remunerated in some form and it's time exchange. So I'm going to work from hypothetically nine to five and at the end of the month, I get my salary. But if I invest, I put money away, I forget about it and the money is just doing its own thing without me. So while I'm sleeping, mm. money is being or getting made. And I love saying, and one of my favorite quotes is money never sleeps. So yeah. I'm not saying hustle culture, burnout, that's not what money never sleeps means. Money never sleeps means you can sleep. You can get your eight hours or seven or five hours or 10 hours or whatever. But your money must still at the back end do its work. And I think that's the most beautiful thing. And that's why I love my job so much. Because um, I can see in plant spaces when they get excited. And yes, it's not always rosy. I mean, the war is currently going on. Markets were down earlier. Um, but we go through the motions. And there's lots of emotion in it as well. I mean, we started this conversation by saying money is psychology. And it's, it's based on emotion. And how do we feel? Mm. A very good question you ask me now is where in, in this current space, I mean, interest rates increasing, fuel increasing, food inflation, uh, medical inflation, education inflation, I can, I can carry on. Where does one find the money to invest? Um, I think the easiest topic is to say we're, we're a very like aspirational society, which, which is a good thing, but it's also a bad thing when we aspire certain wants. I'm only going to drink brand X. I'm only going to buy brand Y for the car and that becomes the problem don't buy the things that you qualify for on credit don't buy the maximum bond you qualify for don't buy the car or sorry finance the car the maximum amount you qualify for cars the biggest problem we've got in South Africa cars in South Africa is the biggest problem to show we've arrived Mm -hmm. um a car is a money eater man that the car stands there from eight to five at the office and it okay it did get the individual to the office but it just stands in the sun for the rest of the day it's not making further money so there are ways if we look into our budget that we can streamline but it's difficult because we don't want it we don't want to downgrade our cars to and i'm not saying drive a scooter scooter that's also not what i'm saying <laughs> but don't go by the maximum amount you qualify for. Um, because I think just that aspirational thing, it becomes difficult. And once again, it ties into money psychology. Why do I need to buy the biggest house? Why? Or everyone tells me I need to buy a bond, a, a home now, I need to do it. It's not a one size fits all solution. We earn different, we've got different backgrounds, we were raised differently, we have different responsibilities. I think that's my ultimate message. We need to do what works for us in our budget. And also to have the conversation, our friends want to go out and say, no, that doesn't work for me right now. 
because possibly there's another thing that also doesn't work for you. She's just as scared to say it. And we don't have to blabber out why it doesn't work for me because now it's also a full sentence. Mm. Um, but Lewis, it comes back to the drawing board and to look at our budget and say, there is possibly, oh, maybe I had too, too many, too much Uber Eats or takeaways. I can streamline. And we need to be realistic at the same time. So I'm not saying cut out everything immediately because that's mm. also not sustainable because then we're going to binge. It's like, I always say financial or finance is like dieting. We don't drink water today, green juices, <laughs> eat healthier, and tomorrow we drop 10K, uh, 10 kilograms. It's not how it works. It's, it's a process. Um, so we shouldn't deprive ourselves, uh, deprive ourselves as well, but we should look at what are my toxic traits? Where am I spending, mm. spending money on? And utilize and channel that funds to invest and to automate it start with that 50 rand a month start with that 100 rand a month and go from there yes um it just becomes easier um in some instances there's really not actually space to streamline more hypothetically the individual's budget is streamlined already then we need to look at other factors then we need to look at are you getting your money's worth if you're employed in a salary position from nine to five Look at other career prospects. Possibly what's your passion? Can you turn your passion into a side hustle that you can monetize? Um, then the conversation gets a bit, bit bigger. Um, but in crisis, there's always opportunity. In COVID, there's, always, there's opportunity. Now with load shedding, there's opportunity. I mean, we bought so many other things now <laughs> to continue yeah. with our business. Um, I was just at the electrician shop yesterday. I've never set my feet in there and they told me they're so busy right now because everyone is buying because it's now winter so we can't see if not as if it's summer the lights and the things so somewhere along the line someone is always making money somewhere and we must just make sure we that someone yeah, that's true that we are that someone <laughs> i love 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 this oh my goodness like i said earlier i can't wait for your show honestly like <laughs> i'm gonna invite you it's like a list. <laughs> yes. I'm absolutely enjoying this conversation and truthfully speaking um, I love everything wellness um, you know from working out to everything else but this is honestly my favorite conversation on wellness um, and like I said it's such an honor to have you like I can I can literally can't wait to go back to this and jot down and also twitch and you know switch and turn and whatnot on certain things because you're giving absolute gems on this so thank you thank you thank you so much um so the conversation could continue but unfortunately we have to close it off um and what we like to do to close it off is have a little podcast game called out of the box question okay <laughs> so i'm just gonna pick up some random questions here and i'd love to hear what your response is gonna be okay love this this is my favorite part now <laughs> <laughs> all right first question what was the best money advice you ever received okay um the best money advice i ever received there are so many gems get rid of debt bad debt mm. yeah mm. that is the thing get rid of and uh, there's a difference between good and bad debt good debt is like apartment or a bond bad debt is like i said the credit cards and the likes get rid of bad debt i think that's the first one absolutely um, 
Yeah. Absolutely. If I can, if I can, and make your money work for you. And yeah. also the other one, automate your payments because then you can't mm. use it. Can I add another one? I'll, I'll, yes, I'll, please. I'll stop now. <laughs> this is not my own one. Um, a client of mine said it. Uh, no names, no factual. And she said it and it was so profound for me. She said, um, we were on this journey together with her portfolio. And she told me, um, and I told them I'm going to use this going forward. Um, there were some things we wanted to work towards. And she said, Adele, my bonus money is not actually my money because it's money I was never supposed to have. I was like, yeah. no, but you worked for it. You earned it. It is yours. She's like, yes, but in my current financial situation, I'm going to use this towards whatever I, I have to. And that was the most, it was so beautiful for me because mm. I came from the view, no, but you've worked hard for this. You earned this. Like you need to treat yourself a bit. We can do X, Y, and Z. And she's like, no, it's money. I wasn't even planning on getting. Okay. And I was like, wow, can I, can I copy paste this? And <laughs> because the rest of us are like, oh, I work hard. I need yes. to do this one. And um, I think that was one of, so it wasn't a tip applicable to me, but it was a tip she shared. Oh, I took it, I took away that nugget of advice. And I was like, yeah, um, we, this, profound. That, was, that, yeah, that was very <laughs> profound for me. And yeah. I was like, I'm the financial planner and I'm on this one. So, yeah. No, can yeah. I just say um, something you shared in our conversation today is going mm -hmm. down as best money advice I've received. That money date, I'm still on that. I'm like, I, I, I'm still on that. It's so important. <laughs> That's right. it. That's uh, next question. Are you more of, uh, of a reality show or documentary show kind of girl? Oh, love this question. I love for reality TV, reality oh. TV in brackets. So my boyfriend and I said, we actually just need to get separate TVs next to one another because it takes us two hours to agree on watching something because we <laughs> watch documentaries and <laughs> like, which is important. Yes. But I love me some selling sunsets. I watched even that that uh, Le Parisian agency. It's in French. <laughs> I'm like reading subtitles. Um, Louis, I, the Kardashians. Oh, it's my oh my gosh. I'm, I'm tempted to get Hulu now. I'm like, no, I shouldn't. I shouldn't get a Hulu subscription. So um, that's my favorite question. I love re reality yes. TV. And in Afrikaans, there's a show called. You shouldn't have asked me this. I can go on for days. <laughs> um there's a show called uh, on it's now african show well it's actually it was a overseas show that adapted it for south africa yes. so it's a farmer and he's struggling to get a wife yes. listen i can go questionnaire um i know it's staged and it's actually fictional but i just love for any any reality gimmicky thing I selling sunset shopping today so today? I, i'm not going anywhere tonight i'm binging and then my only other treat is i'm a big formula one fan as you've seen on my page i always yes. show big lewis hamilton fan yes. um or, or the ferraris now so um big formula one drive to survive that was the other thing I, oh my I, gosh i, I lived to survive as well <laughs> And we didn't watch in our so we didn't watch the last episode because we're not 
Yeah, we, we don't even yeah. be grateful anymore. We're not going there. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 please not. Lots of, lots of PTSD still. Yes, oh no, we're still all recovering. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, you're my kind of girl. I, I, I love that. <laughs> I, I knew why we click in. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm glad you're not. I'm glad you're not judging me about the Kardashians. I really appreciate that. I get a well, lot of flack from that. Girl. <laughs> That's my guilty pleasure. Like it's me. I get a lot of flags. So I'm actually less on this stuff now. Yeah. But the reason I I I'm a big Christina fan. Mom is Boss Girls. Yes. She. Yes. She and I know Kim. Sorry, Liz, I just want to add. I know we're running out of time. She you should never let me start talking. I um. <laughs> I know Kim said we should all get out of our butts and work hard and she comes from a place of privilege, blah, blah, blah. But they work ethic. And yes, they've had easy opportunities yes. and whatever, but they still graft. They get up, Chris Jenner gets up 4 a.m. every yes. single day of her life. Yes. yes. I've read her autobiography or biography actually and um, big fan of Mama Jenna. She drives that. Uh, obviously, it's based on her commissions as well. She gets on the yeah. yeah. But it, it's, they, they really work hard. All right, next question. Um, if you were to go camping right now, are you going to be glamping or camping? It's as if you know me. Clamping all the way, ma'am. <laughs> camping. I can camp for a day or two, yes. but preferably glamping. Yes. A girl works hard in the week. I agree. I absolutely <laughs> agree. <laughs> All right. And then finally, our last conversation before we ended off, our last question is, what does living in fullness look like for Adele? Sure, Louis. Thanks for having me on this podcast. Living in fullness for me means being content, being okay with who I am. First of all, that's where it all starts. And everything derives from there. Mm-hmm. Am I comfortable? Am I confident in life? relationship money finances um and literally obviously you know with covid we've changed i mean people when you pass away clients family members so life is really short so make sure all your things on affairs are in order but also just live life live life in full Oh my gosh, absolutely love that. Thank you so much for sharing all your gems, your knowledge, your your wisdom with us as well. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation. And like I said earlier on, that it, it's such an honor to have a phenomenal woman like yourself on this platform to share with us on financial wellness. Um, and I hope that you know what you you grow. Um, I pray that your show is going to start one day so you're manifesting it as well and just to just to say you know what you're you're a boss lady we absolutely love you and we love everything that you share with us thank you so much from the bottom of my heart thanks for having me i really appreciate it i just love your vibe and energy i'm going to dm you about the kardashians very soon (laughs) thanks for your time giving me the opportunity, choosing me. Um, I'm so, so grateful to just, I, I love what I do and to talk about it. Um, if that's my dream or even goal. Um, everyone must stay blessed and send me all lots of
Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe and follow the podcast on whichever platform you're using to listen, as well as follow us on our social media pages at Living in Fullness.